Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Deeper Meeting. My name is Peter Byrne, and today I couldn't pick a color, so I've got it fading into whatever the hell colors it wants. Just gonna randomly let it rock. We're gonna have a disco party in the background today. So, today, I'm going to repeat the episode that I recorded a couple days ago on Wednesday. Today is Saturday. Uh, I'm going to do this because on Wednesday... Uh, I had my post-op appointment after my sinus surgery and, uh, I recorded an episode the other day after my post-op and it wasn't a good episode because my post-op was super intense. I got my sinuses dug in again. They fucking, they like ripped it out. They call it guiding the healing process, which basically means anything that's closing that they want to stay open, they reopen. So I was fucked up. Um... I don't know if I'll do anything at all. Maybe there's some clips in that episode that I could pull out for fun. But overall, it was a waste of an episode. It wasn't that good. I didn't give like the same level of uh, focus and like what I what do you value that I normally do because I was just not in it. I recorded the episode out of precedence. I think that's the right word because I was like, "Fuck this!" I feel like absolute shit. I need to record an episode. And it's sort of like just flexing the muscle, like especially when I didn't want to do it. I, I got home after my post-op. I like chopped up some some food for dinner and then I just recorded because I was ready to do nothing. Uh, so anyway, what I'm doing today is the same thing I was trying to do on Wednesday that I didn't do. Um, but now I've got energy. It's Saturday. I'm drinking my Alpha Brain on it. Alpha Brain. I... I, I don't know. I, I don't get sponsored or anything. I really, maybe I'll, I'll ask them. Not really. I'm not going to ask them. But this shit is amazing. Like, like I haven't drank it in a couple of months because I noticed when I was having like the bad post nasal drip, uh, I was getting a bad cough and this seemed to exacerbate my cough. I don't know what it was in it, but it, it's the same thing. Like drinking coffee exacerbated my cough. So whatever the hell. Um, but it's really cool. It's really good. Like I'll drink it and then I'm just so focused. Like I could sit down for hours and just drill down and in and yeah, I I actually love this shit. Like I'm not a big proponent of random supplements. Like, like, uh, I don't really think you need too many supplements in general. I think you could be very selective about what you choose and what you need. Um, like the main ones like vitamin B, vitamin D, uh, vitamin C, but like, you know, people are taking all these random fucking vitamins. You really don't need them. But this supplement is a supplement that I will never live without. Like, I just always want a steady supply of it because I know when I'm tired and I know when I'm not focused, if I drink this, which is absolutely insane, I don't understand how it works. I get focused and I'm, I'm ready to go. So anyway, not going to spend any more time promoing for people who don't pay me on it. Not that they even know I'm promoing them, but it helps. Um, so yeah, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to do a similar thing to episode 25 where I'm going to pull up a question from Quora. I'm going to give an answer. And the reason I chose this one is because I literally wrote a PDF on this exact topic that I intended to make people pay for, but I'm going to give it to you in this episode for free and I'm going to run through it. It's going to be in the... Uh, the show notes in the description. You can click on it, download it, 
I think you can. Oh, I'm going to have to figure out how to do that because I used to have MailChimp and I don't know if I renewed my subscription. I'm going to figure it out for you. Don't worry about it. So, worst comes to worst, you can email me if you really want it. Force you to work for something. Ha ha. Okay, so the question is, I'm going to pull up Finder here. Okay. I love this question. How do entrepreneurs simplify their lives to get important things done? What a great question. What a simple question, a straightforward question, but a great question nonetheless. We live in the age of distraction. So a lot of people struggle with this. I struggle with this. I have struggled with this in the past. And that is literally what prompted me to write the PDF that I wrote. I wrote this about a year and a half, two years ago. The results I got, actually insane. I'm going to tell you all about it. All right. So first things first, like what's, what's the, uh, what's the preface here? What's, what's, what was the situation I was in? Like that made me decide that I needed to focus on this and uh, figure out how to get focused and how to get more done. So I was working, I, I still work, but I was working, um, from home and I was sitting at my computer for like 14 hours a day. And it was not just the, it was not just work work that I was doing, right? It was work. It was, uh, trying to record content. It was trying to actually write out a course that I wanted to sell at that time on relationships, which I actually wrote out in its entirely entirety and never like finished it because by the time I was done with it, I, I didn't want to do it anymore. That happens to me a lot. Uh, but it's really cool to do it anyway. It's like flexing the muscle. And now I have some cool stuff that I can help people with, uh, relationship stuff. And and also I noticed my life transitions so much and, and transforms. Like on my journey of growth, I never consider myself done. So like I'll finish something that I worked on for a while I'll put all this information down and then by the time I finish it, it's like I've learned new stuff that makes me feel that it's obsolete. So it's perfectionism. It's not that it's not good quality. It's not that it doesn't work. It's just like, you know, I, and, and frankly, I wasn't ready at that point in my life to like push this course and do anything with it. Um, I still only have like seven or eight people listening, which is double, by the way, double what I had like a month or two ago. So if we continue to double every month, we'll be in good shape hopefully double every week. But anyway, um, so I talk too much, man. Uh, let's see. So I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this question. Um, as an entrepreneur, how do I simplify my life to get important things done? Great freaking question. Okay. So here's how it starts. Entrepreneurs like to take on projects. I like to take on projects. Um, this podcast is somewhat of a project. This PDF that I wrote is a project. That course that I was making, fucking project. Projects are fun. We have big ideas. We want to get things done. We want to make something incredible. We want to create something for the world. And we want to do it a lot. So what ends up happening? We end up taking on like 75 different things at the same time. Well, that's not very productive because if you take on 75 things at the same time, Literally none of them ever get done. So I created this PDF because I was working like 14 hours a day 
I was miserable. I didn't have time for myself. I didn't have time for my friends. I didn't have time for my business. I didn't have time for anything. Um, let's see. What were some of the other issues I was having at that time? Actually, ironically enough, my relationship was suffering because of it. Um, and not just my relationship with my girlfriend, but my relationships in general. Like, If you don't foster your relationships, if you don't take time for the people who are closest to you, you don't benefit from those relationships. Relationships take two. Two people need to put an effort, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so I put together this, um, you know, I called it the focused AF framework because I don't know why the fuck I called it that, but it's the focused AF framework. Get focused AF. I just love the word AF because you don't have to say is fuck, but everybody knows what AF means, I think. And it's so satisfying. It's like, this is good AF. Is that, is, is, I feel like I'm Urban Dictionary right now. So anyway, here's, here's what I want to tell you about the benefits I got from implementing this strategy that I'm about to share with you because I loved it so much. Um, and I was, I'm so excited about it. I'm like starting to get back into it and ramp up into it again. Uh, minus a couple of things. Again, I change, I iterate, I grow. It's, uh, it's part of life. It's part of personal development. Look at episode 25. And, uh, sorry for swallowing into your ears all the time. (laughs) Um, okay. So here's what I got after I, after I implemented this. Okay, so within two months of implementing, I started making an extra $1,000 a month, which back then for me meant a lot. Since then, I've literally tripled my salary. And so this is about two years ago. So since then, I've literally tripled my salary. Um, so now I'm, I've, I've gained, what would that mean? I started making an extra four and a half, five thousand a month, which is awesome. Uh, I, at this point in my life, I gained 15 pounds of muscle. So I started at about 143, which is actually what I'm at again now. So it's like I'm starting my entire freaking journey over because of my health problems, except I actually probably look skinnier now than I did um, back then. Uh, So I gained 15 pounds of muscle, which is crazy for me because I always had a small frame. I could never break the 150 pound mark. I got up to 157. I was big. Um, uh, my goal is actually to get up to like 165 and be around 10% body fat. So that's my next, you know, goal for my physical fitness. Uh, I designed and launched my relationship course, which took me probably, I spent about, it had to take me close to like well over a hundred hours worth of work to finish that. Um, so I finished that within two months. Yeah, that's about right. So I finished that in about two months and then just all my relationships got better. Like I started to take my girlfriend out on dates. I had more energy to put into my relationship and my friendships. I just felt better overall because I was getting more done and making progress and my life was getting better. So everything got better after I implemented this. Um, And you know, I don't get like, I don't get like crazy about this. Actually, if you're listening to this right now, it probably sounds so different than what I usually sound like because I'm not trying to sell you anything here. I'm just trying to tell you like the shit works. So you should try it. Um, Fuck it. You should commit to it. Like I'm in the process of getting back into this and I'll explain the caveats in a moment. 
in a little while, but for now, or maybe not even this episode, maybe another time, I'll tell you about myself more as if you need to hear more about me. Um, but I split this into a couple of parts. Okay. So let me just see real quick. I'm going to run through it. Uh, part one. Oh, it's funny in here. I wrote, I feel more confident than ever. I'm on the way to make my first $10,000 a month. I've, I did that actually did that already. Um, so I did it. Look at that. I did it. Okay. So part one is going to be, it's going to be called dopamine detox. Don't get on my case until I explain it to you. Uh, part two is going to be, holy shit. I wrote a lot. Part two is going to be choose three. Okay. I love that exercise. That's what I tried to talk about my last episode. I just was not focused enough to make it happen on Wednesday. And part three, step three, I should say, shut out the rest. Okay. So there you go. You've got dopamine detox. Then you've got choose three. Then you've got shut out the rest. So we're going to start with the dopamine detox. All right. Let me explain what's going on here. Um, disclaimer, before I explain this, I'm going to tell you something important as a physio, because I studied physiology, I understand physiology and I get how the body works. So you don't have to tell me that there's no such thing as a dopamine detox. I know that it's, you're not literally detoxing from dopamine. Okay. But let's explain how dopamine works. I love this part. Uh, so our psychology, our brain is wired to release dopamine when you experience something pleasurable. Let's go all the way back to being cavemen and women again. Okay. Hunter gatherers. What was the biggest bang for your buck? High fat foods and sweet foods, right? Sugars from fruits and anything that you could find and scavenge in nature. Okay, so super fatty foods and super sweet foods, which back then were probably much less fatty and much less sweet than the things we have today, which I'll explain again in a moment. So we evolutionarily adapted to enjoy those things more and get a hit of dopamine when we engaged in activities, including in this simple uh, example, eating, anything pleasurable. Okay. So other pleasurable, pleasurable activities include sex, right? Why do you think we evolved to enjoy sex so much? Because the risk involved with childbirth for women is significantly high. So we needed an incentive to continue to reproduce because the likelihood that women would die during childbirth back then was super high, significantly high. There was a high risk, low reward. You only have one at a time, maybe two, maybe three. I don't remember Kate plus eight. I don't understand how that's possible. That must've been like in vitro, whatever. You have like two, one in a gazillion, you have three at a time, triplets. And, uh, it's low reward. Most other animals have like multiple, they have four to eight. I'm sure there are animals that have more than that. Right. Think of, a even, and then think of like plants, like a, like a, like a tree. Like how many acorns does a tree drop? Like fucking millions. Okay. So it's low risk for them. 
It's lower risk for them, I should say, to reproduce. Higher risk for us because it's likely to kill you. So our bodies, our brains adapted to enjoy things that were essential for the survival of the human race, of the biological body being. So we've adapted to create this system in our head where when we have a pleasurable experience, um, we will get a hit of dopamine. Today, if you think about it, the survival or our survival is super easy, way easier than it was back then. Like all you have to do is walk to the supermarket to get food. So it's really easy. The chances of you dying in a first world country from starvation, very low. The chances of you dying for most things in a first world country, very low. So in our first world experience that I'll talk about in this case, we've developed hyper-realistic and hyper-pleasurable experiences, essentially in many ways to like manipulate people, like phones, content, like so the content that you engage with on a day-to-day. Your phone is literally designed to like keep you enthralled. Every app wants more screen time. So like they try to feed you content. That's why an algorithm exists. They feed you content that you really like. That's why you would rather eat cake, cookies, like Hostess or Entenmann's uh, donuts instead of an apple because they're super sweet, literally chemically engineered to be more pleasurable than the next product, okay? And fruits, they actually do this with fruit. Fruits have been genetically modified over time, whether it's selective breeding or literally GMOs, to be more sweet, to be more hearty, yada, yada, to need less water, all of that. Um, So, but in this case, we'll just talk about like the sweetness. So you want these hyper-pleasurable things and it's, it's great, it's really nice, but it's caused a big problem for us because now we're super easily distracted and we're actually rewarded for being distracted. So the way that it works is your body is encouraging you to repeat pleasurable experiences over and over and over again. So think about it. You have a stimuli. Stimuli is eating a donut. When you eat that donut, you get a pleasure response. Okay, so you've got a stimuli, then you've got a response, and now you've got the, well, let's just say resp- it's, it's a signal, response, repeat is really how I explain it. So you get a signal, you have this pleasurable response, and now once you kind of like get over that, you get this craving. And after you get this craving, you want to repeat the action. And every time you repeat the action, you get another pleasurable response. It just continues to... Uh, reinforce the same behavior over and over and over again. All right, this this can be used to your benefit as well, actually, um, if you're not engaging in super hyper pleasurable experiences, because then normal thing normal things that are just pleasurable become more pleasurable to you because you're less sensitive. Uh, yes, no, because you're more sensitive to the stimuli now instead of being like. This is the stimuli. Well, now this is the stimuli. But if this is your baseline way up here, then the stimuli down here isn't going to be good. But like, let's say this is like sitting on the couch, 
eating popcorn, watching TV, and this is like taking a walk and going out in fresh air. Well, this is also good and pleasurable, but this stimuli is so much stronger. And so it far outweighs in like your body's like, well, or your brain is like, well, why would I want to do this? Walking when I can do this, watching TV, eating sugary foods, it's so much more pleasurable for me. So that's how we get into these traps. Okay. Very long-winded answer. I get it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let me scroll down. All right. So step one, let me talk about the dopamine detox. So here's really what you do. Pretty simple. You're going to write down a list of all of the things that you find to be hyper pleasurable in your life. Okay. So that includes watching TikTok, watching YouTube. That includes eating sugary foods or really fatty foods, salty foods. That includes watching pornography, masturbation, whatever the fuck. Um, not that that's not that I'm going to, I have to separate the two. Not that masturbation and or sex is a problem. I would actually say you should have sex instead of masturbate. Probably that's in my experience, more productive anyway. Um, okay. So step one, write out a list of all of those things that are hyper pleasurable, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TV, sweet food, sugary, uh, fatty foods, salty foods, all of that, potato chips, the snacks, the shit, the not good stuff for you. Okay, all of these things that you do that are hyper-pleasurable but not productive. Okay, if you find something to be very pleasurable and productive, keep it off the list. We don't care about it right now. It's a good thing. All right, number two, you can download a like an app that blocks these things on your phone if you wanted to. There's a, an app called BlockSite that I referenced here. I don't use this anymore. I'm pretty sure iPhone and most phones can actually do this for you now, like you set limits and such. <clears throat> but you set limits for each of the apps, um, and you can actually block particular sites on your phone. Like if you don't want to watch 18 hours of YouTube anymore, you can just block YouTube or particular like uh, subscriptions and such. If you're having trouble with, with pornography, you can block all porn sites and adult sites and you, it's like a filter. So when, when you go to get there, you have to like enter a password so you can work with somebody, give them your phone, ask them to make a password, block you from doing these activities that we don't want. Sometimes it's easier just to remove all temptation altogether um, instead of trying to like muscle your way through it. You can do that too. A lot of people can if you don't have too much trouble. So anyway, I set like limits on all of the apps that I use. Um, I used to need this. I don't actually need this anymore. So I, I've since, um, I have the like limits on my phone still, but I don't need them because I've gotten to the point where like, I don't actually find it enjoyable to scroll through Instagram or anything. I don't have TikTok on my phone, yada, yada. So when you get to that point, awesome, fun. It's really cool. Um, let's see other things. So I, at this point, I limited text calls, emails. I turned my phone on airplane mode or do not disturb. You can actually now, again, iPhone has the cool focus mode. You can block certain people's messages, uh, certain emails, etc., and you can let others in. So you don't have to worry about like blocking everybody. You can let the important people get to you whenever you need. Um, okay. You can set up a schedule. So like instead of like sitting around and not knowing what you're going to do with yourself all day. You set a schedule so you know 
you know, because a lot of times when we like scroll and we do all these unproductive things, it's because we don't know what to do next. If you know what to do next, you don't need to do those things. You just go do the thing that you already, you know, set out to do. Okay. So, um, I actually want like hardcore mode on this. I'm going to split this and I have to split this. So I'm going to finish this for this episode, the dopamine detox. And then for the next episode, actually, you know what? How about I just keep going? I'm just going to let it be like a 55 minute to an hour long podcast and that's going to be okay. You guys can get through it. I always forget like people can watch this in snippets. It's not like you have to sit down and watch the whole thing straight through. So rules and that'll help me like not have to rush through this and feel so much pressure and give it the time that it's worth and or that it needs. So rules for a successful detox. Do not partake in any of these activities. Like I said, this is hardcore mode. Like you cut everything out. Everything. TV, movies, YouTube, sweets, junk food, uh, no alcohol, no drugs. I never did drugs, but I have to include that because I understand people do. No porn, no masturbation, um, no scrolling through social media, no listening to music. Literally, I cut everything out. What you are allowed to do, you're allowed to exercise, take a walk, but you're not allowed to listen to music and you're not allowed to listen to podcasts. Don't listen to this podcast when you're on your dopamine detox, but then you better come back because this is productive. Eventually you can lift weights, run, yada, yada. You can have sex. That's fine. We don't need to be like, I hope, I hope no one, I like my mom and dad or anyone else ever watches or listens to this. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it, you know, but it just makes it awkward. So, um, yeah, you can have sex because I think intimacy is important and I think it would be kind of silly to limit that, but like, don't not 18 times a day. All right, man, gal, whoever you are, uh, read educational books. Yes. Nonfiction. You can read nonfiction. Drive in silence, sit in silence. I'm telling you, and this goes back to my uh, advice from the last episode in terms of like doing nothing really helps me get more inspired and motivated. Have real conversations with people. Don't like text. Don't like, if you want to have a conversation, go have a conversation with somebody. Uh, Meditate, create something every day, make a blog post or a video or something that demands creative energy. If you like to, draw, write, bake. Uh, if you, if you like, I don't know, there are so many sculpt, there are so many different creative outlets. If you have something creative that you like to do, do that, express your creativity and eat real food, like, like good food, like cooked food that you've made or like from a high quality restaurant, high quality food. Okay. So when we remove all of these super high, highly stimulating stimuli from our life, uh, we start to make room for the good activities, right? Like I was explaining before, sitting on the couch, eating potato chips, watching TV versus walking. Well, if the option is now sit on the couch and stare at the wall or walk, you're probably going to want to walk because that is a more stimulating activity than sitting there doing nothing. Therefore, when you remove all of these hyper-stimulating activities, you can enjoy and actually enjoy these 
lesser stimulating activities, but still stimulating activities, the ones that are more positive and beneficial. So uh, I, I just threw this like weird thing in there where I was like, you don't have to remove dopamine. Dopamine is very healthy and good. It can be used for good things. Um, like I said, once you are in a place where like you're now more interested in these productive things, because you, you do become more interested in these productive things when there's nothing else to do, um, then you continue to reinforce that those are fun things to do, pleasurable things to do, and now you want to do them more. You just have to exercise that muscle. Um, ba -ba -bum -bum. Let's see. Okay, part two. So after you've cut everything hyper-pleasurable out for like, I, I said you have to commit for like at least two weeks. In my opinion, you should commit, period. Like fucking stop for as long as you can and don't pick up the bad habits again because once you allow those bad habits back in and those hyper-stimulating activities, they start to decrease the amount of enjoyment you get out of the productive things in your life. Okay, so... Choose three priorities. This is another thing. Entrepreneurs want to pick like 185 things to do. Just pick three. All right. It's very common for entrepreneurs. It's very common for people to fall into these tendencies to like pick up a gazillion things. Um, bah, 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 bah. So it's like, it's like hardcore prioritization is basically the, the message behind choose three. So let's see. Step one, the meta list. So you're going to do a brain dump, like dump all of the things out on a page that you want to do or that you're trying to do. If you got like 150 things in your head, throw them all down on paper. Okay, so just throw them out. It'll help you organize your thoughts. You'll get to see like, all right, what am I doing? What do I really want to do on this list? What do I not really want to do? Or what can like I remove eventually? Okay. Two. Step two, time is everything. So you're going to circle the things on that list. Oh, wow. I should probably read through this before I tell you anyway. So step one, do a brain dump, get everything out on paper, this whole list, uh, hobby, fitness, yada, yada, yada. Two, circle the things from that list that you spend the most time doing. Where you put your time is where you put your priority and vice versa. So uh, our, oh, this is awesome. This is a good line. Are the things you spend the most time on in line with your ultimate goal? If they are not, you should change that. Think of what your ultimate goal is. I do X, Y, and Z. Those aren't really in line with my ultimate goal. Hmm, maybe I should see what else on my list is in line with that ultimate goal and continue. I have an episode somewhere where I talked about values, like vision and values. Don't remember which one it is, but... If you find that episode, you can listen to it and understand how to create that vision and how to create those values. Okay, so now from that list, you should choose three that you're committed to improving. Um, so my list at this point in my life was my FMK course, my Fuck, Mary Kill course. Why did I even call it that? It was a relationship course. Um, oh, 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 I remember because there's more to it than a fuck, Mary kill, but it's the play on like the fuck, Mary kill joke that everyone, everyone plays. Um, it was like, fuck your doubts, marry your dream girl, kill, kill it in business. Yes, that's what it was because it was a relationship course for entrepreneurs. It's amazing how you forget things. 
Um, so the three things at this point in my life were create this course and launch it. My relationship with my girlfriend, I wanted to improve my relationship with my girlfriend because it was struggling at this point and my health. Okay. So hence, when you think back to the results that I got from this, uh, from implementing this, it was, I released my course. I improved my relationship, started going out on more dates and I gained 15 pounds of muscle. So the three things that I picked, I was able to accomplish. All right, shut out the rest. So this is part three. So now that we've dopamine detoxed, we've gotten clear on the three most important things that we want to focus on. Now we're going to shut the rest out, right? This is to make sure that like no distractions come out of left field and drive you crazy here and like ruin your progress. So it's very simple. Um, again, there are like, let's say two steps to this process. When something comes across your plate that you're interested in, because that does happen, this is life, we're not living in a vacuum, after you've picked your three things, something else comes across your plate and you're interested in it, you have to do one thing. You look at it and you say, is this in line with my priorities and my goals and the direction that I'm trying to head? Yes, go ahead and do it. No, don't do it period, and get the hell rid of it. Boom. Easy. Okay. Um, and I threw this in there. I guess it's an important thing to talk about. Uh, although I may have actually recorded an episode on this already too, but I don't remember. It might've been like a year ago. Um, talks about like one of the mo biggest killers of confidence is comparison to others. So I don't even need to read this part because I care about this so much that it's like, it's a mantra for me. Uh, it's something that I try to stay true to all the time. Um, yeah, comparison kills your confidence. And this ties into the whole like dopamine detox and this whole framework, get focused framework, because part of it is like getting rid of social media and stuff. And in terms of entrepreneurs and being creative, um, if you're always looking at like what other entrepreneurs are or what other creators are doing, then you're constantly, whether you're consciously doing this or not, comparing yourself to them. And when you're creating your content, believe it or not, you start to take on attributes from the content that you're consuming. For example, if you listen to my intro... Um, especially the ones from the very beginning, it basically sounds like the school of greatness by Lewis Howes, because I was listening to Lewis Howes like every single day. Um, and it's not that like, I, I won't say I was comparing myself to him at that point, but it was so comfortable for me to start my podcast the way that he starts his podcast, because that's what I was consuming on a day to day basis. Um, Let's see, though. What else did I write here? Yeah, so it's pretty straightforward, right? If you're constantly consuming other people's content, it's going to make its way into yours. Um, it's not going to be as authentic. It's not going to be coming straight from you. And it's going to make it more difficult for you to like come up with your own original ideas and really embody who you are, who you want to be. Um, and it's not. it doesn't have to be like this whole big to-do or like this whole thing. It's just 
That's just natural for us. We become the five people that we spend the most time around. So if you consume content from, let's say your content becomes this, the content of the five pieces or, or the five creators that you watch and listen to most. So you want to avoid listening to other people's stuff, watching other people's stuff, consuming their content because you start to embody it too much and you need to be able to create your own authentically. Uh, so yeah, that's the entire framework. I didn't do too bad. That's only 36 minutes, not 55. So uh, I, th- I hope that answers the question. Like how do I, how do, how exactly did they ask this question? How do entrepreneurs simplify their lives to get more important things done? Yeah. So when you're, you're simplifying by, by removing distraction, dialing down, getting really serious about what's important to you, um, and then cutting out all of the rest. So that's it. It's very simple. Um, but I, I swear like this itself made a huge difference for me in my life. Um, and I remember, I remember like feeling so good and I felt like an animal, like, like when you get, when you start to get rid of all the distractions, it's actually amazing what you start to come up with and who you become. You're, you, you really become a monster. Like there, you become unstoppable. And I think that's one of the greatest feelings in the world is to step into your own power like that. So I, I hope you try it out. I, I hope even if you only do it for a week or two weeks, like just give it a shot. Um, if nothing else, it's like a retreat. You know, it's like retreating from the everyday uh, that you're used to. And it can be really healthy for your mind, for your spirit, um, help you emotionally, just helps you get clear. And, and if nothing else, like you don't have to do it forever. I know it's hard to cut everything out forever. Like honestly, today, as in like today, my my current life and situation, um, I don't cut everything out. Like I watch TV with, with my girlfriend and this weekend our neighbor... Um, who lives upstairs is, is gone. So we can like play the subwoofer super loud. So like we're watching movies and TV, like, but we, we actually stopped in general. Like we don't watch too much TV anymore. Maybe once a week. Uh, we don't watch it on weeknights because sleep is very important. And, uh, I just, I, I was really bad about sweets for a long time. Like I started to get a really big sweet tooth, but now I had my surgery and I've cut them out now. Like, I've made the commitment. I've cut out sweets. Um, so fruit, I'll have fruit. I'll have smoothies, which is fruit. Um, and I'll have real food. Like, like I'm not, I'm not gonna be a jerk about it. Like if I'm at a party and there's cake, I'm going to have a piece of cake, but I'm not going to go home then and have more cake every day of the week. So, uh, what else? So like TV is, is always a big distraction. Uh, so I don't do that too much. Music. I listen to music, you know, I mean, music isn't my creative outlet. So for me, um, it's not too big of a deal. Although I do find like, I, even though music is not my outlet, I will at times compare myself to the level of creativity that artists have. Um, you know, and I could afford to cut it out, but you know, I find joy in it and I enjoy it. So I'm not going to do it. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that like I've, I've completely cut out. Uh, not really. 
Like I live life pretty normally, but I think it's an important exercise to do this hardcore mode once in a while. It's like, it's really healthy, uh, really, really good. Like, again, it's a great retreat for you. Uh, and I think you'll find a lot of benefit in it. I think you'll find clarity. I think you'll find uh, some happiness, fulfillment. You'll find a lot of things way more interesting. Being productive, you'll find way more interesting. Um, you'll probably start to notice like what it is that you actually like and what it is you actually want to do. You'll probably find that like you wake up and you 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 look forward to the day more uh, and you'll find that you don't get bored. Like right now in, in a lot of people's lives, I'm sure they don't really know what to do with themselves when they get bored. But when you cut everything out, like you just don't get bored because everything becomes more interesting and enjoyable. You know, you start to enjoy sitting and doing nothing for a little while and, and you get like clarity, you know, that buzz, like that buzz in your head when you're laying down at night or like that, that craziness that, that comes into your mind first thing in the morning, that goes away because there's, like there's nothing for, for you to worry about. You just, you're, you already did everything that you set out to do and everything that you're supposed to be focused on, you've focused on. There's nothing else to do. So it's really awesome. I hope you try it. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I hope I hope this gives you value. I hope this is helpful. I'm going to post this on the, uh, the Quora answer as well. I'm pretty sure they blocked my first one. I don't think they let me answer the question, but... I'm going to try to answer it again and put the link because it'll be fun. So anyway, um, if you listen to my last episode, episode 25, you'll know that I'm not doing the whole outro anymore. I just want to say at the end of every episode that I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you for coming and sitting and taking the time to listen to me, to listen to what I have to say. And I hope the things that, that I've gone through, the things that I continue to go through and the experiences that I have in my life can help you in your life, can make things a little easier for you. Like, and like I said last time, you have to go through everything yourself. You always have to experience it for yourself before you can say that you truly understand um, or before you like really, really get the lesson that you needed to learn because the same situation in my life will affect you differently if it happened to you. Uh, the same the same lesson that I've learned, you will learn differently um, and it will impact you in a different way. But I hope that it can offer you some um, consolation and, and make you realize that other people go through these things too. Other people struggle with the same problems, the same challenges that you do. There are solutions to those challenges and problems and there's always an end in sight. Well, maybe it's not in sight, but there's always an end to the struggle. Um, even this sinus surgery that I had 10 months in the making, 10 months of, of struggle, of being exhausted, of being literally depressed. I'm pretty sure it, I mean, other than the fact that I was affecting my quality of life to the point where I couldn't do anything I enjoyed, um, I'm pretty sure it like, like chemically impacted me. Uh, in my body and made me fucking exhausted and tired and unmotivated and depressed. So I didn't know if that was going to end. It ended. The hardest things end. 
Um, the end is not always what we want it to be, what we expect it to be, but things do end. Life does go on. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I hope this, I hope this brings you value. I hope you enjoyed it. I appreciate you. I look forward to uh, another episode soon. Uh, hey, let me, let me say this because, because I put this on my Instagram, uh, just earlier today. If you're interested in audio or video editing and you want to get involved with the podcast, I would love for you to get involved because I want to record a lot more. And this is what I like. This is what I really enjoy. I enjoy the editing, um, but it's not like my, my, uh, what do you call it? It's not my cup of tea. It's not, it's not my forte. Like I could spend way more time on it than I do, but I just keep it really simple because I don't care enough to learn like all the cool tricks and stuff. So if you're someone who's interested in that and you're not really interested in being the person who's sitting in front of the camera, let me know and maybe we can work something out. Um, I'm not going to pay anybody for this. I want somebody who's committed, who likes helping people, who likes to inspire and motivate people. It's an opportunity for someone to get involved with something before it blows up and, uh, you know, create something meaningful. And let's just say join a team, right? A team of two, but a team nonetheless. I've always wanted a team. I've always wanted to work with people um, on something that I am creating, something that we're creating. So it would be awesome to to talk to you, to explore that possibility with you. Um, but anyway, I'm talking too much. So that is my outro for the day. Uh, and remember, my friends, stay focused. Thank you.